0: Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pads. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast. With your host, Alper. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside of the Comings Volume 2 Podcast seen your Life today! We're back on a Monday night, and holy shit what a weekend has been. I said in the last episode of the podcast that Disney Plus was going to make an announcement for Disney Investor Day. Now, to little of my knowledge, I had no idea that they would just drop a shitload of news. And I knew, I knew that this was their way of trying to combat or trying to get even with HBO Max with their announcement a couple of weeks ago in slating 18 movies within the next year. And Disney just came through and be like, oh, (laughs) HBO Max, Warner, you want to do that? Oh, guess what? Kablam! This is our news. And that is pretty much the... Main meat of the podcast episode we're going to dive into. It's going to be everything Disney, Investor Day, all of the movies, all of the shows that belongs to Marvel that will be coming up. We're going to be talking about it. Some in detail, some we're going to go right through. We only have 30 minutes to get through it. So by all means, let's not waste any time. Let's get right down to it. Before anything else, as you already know, I will talk... The supervillain quote of the day, considering that we are on episode 88, very close to episode 100. I don't know what I want to do yet for you for episode 100. Like, I feel like I need to give back. I, I need to I need to do something fun. Give-, give something, you know? But I'll think of something. It'll probably be last minute. But I'll think of something. I really will. So we got the supervillain quote of the day. And as you know, like we always start about this time... Let's get the shout out out of the way, shall we? And today, I just found out on the good old Twitterverse for Thomas Jane. You remember Thomas Jane, the 2004 Punisher, where he says, and and I quote: I know we're doing supervillain quote today, but I want to do his quote too. He goes. I love what Bernthal did on Netflix. I think he's such a great Punisher. I think that producers and studios are now aware there's a real audience for that darkness. I would love to do that. So my shout out is to Thomas Jane for saying that he wants to direct a Punisher movie starring John Bernthal, the Netflix Punisher. Can you just imagine for a moment the fucking Punisher directing the Punisher. Bro, and these two guys, they have played the character, so they know exactly what the character needs. They know on how to build him up, and they know the strengths and weaknesses, the dynamics, the complexities of his character. They fucking know this shit. And to have that in the movie, maybe for the MCU, considering the MCU is very soon going to completely get their rights back for the Punisher. I would love to fucking say, you know what? Dude, take my money, bro. Take my motherfucking money. You have no idea the level of magnitude that it's going to have for the audience. For everyone that's going to be watching, that's going to enjoy themselves. And the only thing I really have to say, and I'm going to be breathing like this for the next couple of minutes or a few seconds. Disney, don't fuck this up, my guy. You don't want to fuck this up. Because if you make Carnage PG-13, oh, we're going to go riot. No pun intended. We're going to go riot on your ass. You don't make Carnage PG-13, you don't make the Punisher PG-13. He is a rated R character, my guy. Don't fuck this up. Do not fuck this up. Shout out to Thomas Jane for getting this idea and letting the audience know in terms of what he wants to do. Hopefully, hopefully it does happen. You are welcome. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's dive into our Disney Investor Day. Let's talk all the shows and movies are going to be coming up. That comes up right in a bit. I can imagine the level of excitement that was going through your heads when we were just getting every piece of news that was going on one by one with the upcoming movies and the upcoming shows that has now been confirmed by Kevin Feige in terms of what's going to happen literally within the next couple years around 10 shows or 10 series uh, in combination with 10 other movies, One wouldn't say 10 but everything is like 10 in completely. It's amazing, it really is. And I'm here to try to break down each and every news that came out one by one. And as I said earlier, some I'm going to delve a little bit into more of in terms of information and dissect it. Others, I'm just gonna go pass by it because I either don't know too much or we pretty much have a good understanding in terms of what's gonna happen. So with that being said, here we go. First and foremost, we know that WandaVision will be coming out next month January 15 we know this already we're only what today's the the 14th so we're literally a month and a day away 31 days basically so that's always exciting the Falcon and the Winter Soldier March 19th 2021 we finally have the date March 19th write that down It is finally finished production. We get to see Zemo again. We're going to see the Falcon become the new Captain America. Chances are, they're probably going to go into the mindset in terms of, oh, why is this all political? And why, where's the old Captain America? Why is there a new Captain America? I'm sure they're still going to be going after the Winter Soldier. I'm still, I'm sure there's still, the Sokovia Accords are still going to play into a huge factor in that show. It'll be Falcon and the Winter Soldier facing off against the government because they're both fugitives now. So, that's going to be a very interesting dynamic to see and I can't wait for that. As I said, March 19th, mark that down. The Loki trailer. Oh, God. Okay, I have a lot to say about that. Well, I really don't have a lot to say about this because I saw the trailer maybe six or seven times. And sometimes in many cases when I don't know about something, it's usually a good thing in some cases. It's usually a good thing because with Loki, we know he, first of all, Loki opens up the multiverse in its complexity. We know this already. He took the Tesseract and he fucking bounced out. And now he wakes up in the middle of the desert with these three monks or, I I don't even know, desert people, I have no idea what they are. But he gets captured And he's now held prisoner by the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. And their job is to maintain, I wouldn't say maintain balance, but their job is to oversee everything that goes on in the multiverse. And you know Loki, he's going to start shit up. I really like the soundtrack of the trailer too. It had a little of a bass drum that it kept on increasing as the serious tone just kept on going on and on. I really liked about it. There were two specific shots that I realized, and a few people actually spoke about this. A few people on Twitter. There were a few people that actually spoke about this. Number one, was there a shot of Black Widow because there was a figure sitting down, dressed in black, with short red hair? And I'm like, hold on, is that Black Widow? Is that a different version of Black Widow? Or is that her soul? somehow trapped in the other world, the Soul Stone world, or whichever the case. Because, you know, it was a different timeline when she and Hawkeye went to get the Soul Stone. So it could be that specific timeline. At this point, we just don't know. We honestly don't know. But I will be very curious and be very interested if that is Black Widow. And somehow somehow she comes back maybe this time during the Loki series I wouldn't be mad at it I wouldn't be mad at it at all how she's gonna come back if that is her only time will tell there was another shot that I saw where New York is completely blown up so either Loki has done something to piss off the TVA and is now bouncing world by world and you have to ask yourself What's his agenda? What's his motivation? Does he want to destroy the world? Is he he trying to save it? Does he realize that what he could do or what he's done could jeopardize everything? Could actually destroy everything? I mean, what's his... Because he is the main... He is the protagonist of his story, but he is the main villain, of course. And you have to think, if he's the protagonist, then the TVA must be the antagonist because they're going against him. Speaking of TVA, it was actually great to see Owen Wilson. And he's still his funny self. Talkie, talkie, talkie. That's that's how we talk. Talkie, talkie, talkie. Like, you don't like to lie. Talkie, talkie, talkie. <laughs> I can't do an Owen Wilson impression, but it was definitely good to see him. I'm very excited to see Loki. It's going to be very interesting to see other variation of the characters that are within that show. Because I'm sure there's going to be maybe a couple of cameos. Chances are there will be. And I'm excited. I really am. I know Loki is a fan favorite to everybody. I mean, he's one of the best top villains of the MCU of all time with his charisma and his swagger. And the fact that he's just so authoritative in what he's done to be like, listen to me, you mewling quim. Again, I can't do a Loki impression, but he would say something along those lines. But... Loki coming out. I have no idea when this is going to come out. But I'm assuming they finished production already. Which means we'll probably get him maybe around May or June of 2021. I'm assuming. It could be a lot later than that. Because you never know with everything that's going on right now. But if you haven't watched the Loki trailer yet, go watch it. Go watch it. Have fun with it. Maybe you can tell me in terms of what the hell is going on. Like I said, sometimes... I don't know everything of what goes on in the world of, you know, distinct comic books or comic book worlds. But at the same time, it's best that I don't because I don't want to spoil myself in terms of what happens next. I like to be surprised just like you. So if it's going to be Loki against the TVA, which, by the way. It just reminded me that on the CW Network, DC Legends of Tomorrow, there was a similar thought process or a similar concept in terms of Rip Hunter actually facing off against the Time Monsters of the Time Stream. I literally said it like that the Time Monsters. The Time Masters. No, I want to say Masters. The Time Monsters of the Time Stream. That he actually went against them. Him with the, you know, with his group, with the Legends the outcast the misfits as how they call themselves so if loki is going to be somewhat similar to that it's only going to be one guy against an army or against the group against an organization that's always fun considering that he is the god of mischief so he's going to be causing them a lot of problems and i can't wait to see that i really can't as we know moving on as we know Haley steinfeld is kate bishop and we've seen a lot of the pictures. We've seen a couple of videos. There was a guy that was actually in the building where she was dangling right next to with the harness, and she actually, actually fell. So it was good to see that little little uh, nitpick. I wouldn't say nitpick, but a little tweet of a video. It was it. I I'm excited. I do like Haley Seinfeld. She voiced Spider Gwen in Into the Spider Verse, so she knows what it takes to be a hero. Her costume looks badass. I love characters that uses the bow and arrow very, very much. Maybe not too much of Green Arrow, but that's neither here nor there. Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop within the Hawkeye TV show. I can't wait to see it. You heard it from me time and time again. Hawkeye is my favorite Avenger of all of them. Jeremy Renner kills it in that role. I wonder what's going to make him go deaf. Because in the comics, he is actually he is actually wearing a hearing aid, and he does go deaf, maybe partially deaf. So I wonder what's gonna cause that injury within that show. I'm actually pretty happy that they were able to do it within New York City, you know, because it's my hometown. You know, I love me New York City. Sometimes I love me New York. Sometimes. Anyway, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop. Can't wait to see what she's gonna do with that bow and arrow. Speaking of Kate Bishop real quick, let me, you know, take a little detour on this real quick. It's very interesting that as of right now, the Avengers game, Marvel's Avengers has been pushing Kate Bishop so much where they actually want us to play as her. And I believe they finally have a cast for the Black Panther to arrive. So he's going to be in the DLC very, very soon. I forgot who's going to voice him. I don't remember if they did announce that. I'm going to have to go back later on and talk about that at another time. But for now, it's a good move, I guess. I'm not going to continue beating up Marvel's Avengers as a dead horse because they know they're failing. So if this is their way of trying to get people back into their games, I get it. You know, if they want to... If they're, if this is their marketing tactic or if this is their way of saying, hey, Kate Bishop will be making her MCU debut, so therefore you can play as her as any time you want. I kind of get it. And Kate Bishop is a favorite to the hardcore fans out there. So, I again, I get it. It is what it is. I'm not hating it. Haley Steinfeld is going to be awesome as her. Can't wait to see what she's going to do within the show. Next up, we got Marvel's What If... I saw the trailer. Everything is animated, and there's so many scenarios in terms of what can happen. For one thing, it is going to be very interesting to see Peggy Carter as Captain Britain. What if it was Peggy Carter that received the Super Soldier Serum instead of Steve Rogers, and then she becomes Captain Britain instead of Captain America? I wonder if it's going to be the same dynamic. If it's going to be in reversed. So you know how. Obviously, we've seen the movies where Steve Rogers falls in love with Peggy Carter. I wonder if Peggy Carter is actually going to fall in love with Steve Rogers, which I'm sure she is. But will she be the little girl that did get picked on by bullies? And will she be the little girl that tried to make it into the army? Or is her story actually going to be slightly different with some alterations? Like, it's not... Put it this way. It's not enough to just put you know, swap their lives, swap human beings, you know, Peggy Carter with Steve Rogers and vice versa, there has to be more to it than that. There has to be some kind of dynamic. Was her upbringing different? Did she have a um, hard lifestyle? Did she have siblings? Did she... You know, did she go through all the trials and tribulations very differently from Steve Rogers? Are we going to see that in the What If TV show? So these are interesting questions that we want to see. And it's not just enough to just put on Peggy Carter in place of Steve Rogers. No, there has to be some kind of different iterations to that. The same thing with T'Challa. T'Challa will be Star-Lord. So instead of Chris Pratt's Star-Lord coming through Peter Quill... It's going to be King T'Challa. Well, not King anymore. It's going to be Star-Lord T'Challa. So there's going to be that dynamic. What is it about that that's going to change from the original story that we know? It's not, Basically, what I'm trying to say is it's not enough to just take one character, place it into another, and then their upbringings become the same thing. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's not enough. Like, I need different versions. I need different iterations. Winter Soldier is going to be facing a zombified Captain America. That's going to be fucking awesome. Because you just saw that zombie throw his shield exactly the same way the real Captain America would. And I can't help but make references to Deceased. You know, DC Comics' Deceased. The new version that just came out. Even though I'm sure Marvel's What If was a comic book series way before then. I can't help but draw that comparison. So, I'm pretty sure Deceased took some iteration and some, you know, thought processes from them. So, that's always interesting to see. And of course, Doctor Strange facing himself, like an evil version of himself. And that's awesome. Two of the greatest sorcerers in the history of Marvel facing off against each other. That'd be fucking sweet. Hell, it might even put Doctor Strange against Doctor Fate to shame. Since I know Screw Attack already did that matchup. But still, but still, it's always interesting to see... A character facing off an evil version against themselves. You know, even though chances are the good guy is most likely going to win, it's always good to see that dynamic. So, Marvel's What If? Can't wait to see it. It's going to be a hell of a doozy. Ironheart. Not many people know about Ironheart, but she is essentially Tony Stark's successor, Riri Williams. I don't know how she's going to get the suit. I'm sure a lot of hardcore fans know this from the comic books already. And I'm wondering if there's going to be any dynamic between her and Morgan Stark, Tony Stark's daughter. Maybe they're going to be best friends. Maybe they're going to be adoptive sisters. Maybe they're going to be with the MCU. I mean, who the fuck knows? Maybe they might be lesbians. I mean, who the who the fuck knows at this point? But it's going to be interesting to see Riri Williams as the new Iron Man or in this case Iron Heart so you know if you if that's your bread and butter if you want to look forward to that that's always one to look forward to we got Armor Wars starring Don Cheadle he's going to come back as War Machine you know the concept is simple what happens when Tony's tech ends up in the wrong hands And chances are Justin Hammer, you know that guy, the white guy with the glasses from Iron Man 2, the one that was a fucking loser, he's going to be coming back. So that's going to be interesting. I wonder where he's been all this time. In prison? That's where he's going to be coming from. But we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Secret Invasion, you got Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. And of course, you got Ben Mendelsohn returning as Talos. The secret invasion of the Kree will be coming. So chances are Nick Fury is going to ban with the scrolls And they're going to take them on. It's going to be an all-out war. You most likely are going to see Captain Marvel there too. So that's going to be somewhat exciting. The reason why I say somewhat is because I'm still not sold on Captain Marvel yet. I want to see the second movie so I can get the bad taste of the first Captain Marvel out of my mouth. I get it. I get it. I shouldn't be continuing to bitch about that. But it is what it is. I feel what I feel. Sue me. There is a series of shorts called I Am Groot. And we got the lovable baby Groot with those little shorts. And there's also a little Christmas special called the Guardians of the Galaxy special. And it is a Christmas little short skit thing before that which is coming out in 2022. And it'll be before the third movie coming out in 2023. So we still have a couple of years to see that but... I feel like it's going to be awesome to see Baby Groot in, you know, like a Christmas thing. And you're going to be seeing little shorts, you know, like, you know, because he's funny. He's adorable. He's he's a little guy like I I like him and I like it when he gets mad. And I like it when he kills people that deserves to die in the show. So it is what it is. We got Moon Knight starring Oscar Isaac. Apparently, it's said by Kevin Feige that it's going to have an Indiana Jones feel. Now I'm not that big of a fan of Indiana Jones. Um, I only saw like a, I, I will admit I only saw a couple of films. I haven't seen the whole series. I guess I would have to see the whole series where it's the same thing. It's an adventure. Dun, 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 dun. And then he lo and he hates snakes. You know? So if Moon Knight is gonna have a similar feel to that, hopefully it won't be as campy as Indiana Jones, and it'll actually be that much more serious because remember Moon Knight is the Marvel version of Batman so we'll see what happens with that. We got She-Hulk starring Tatiana Mussolini. We got Tim Roth returning as the Abomination so that's going to be fun. We got of course Mark Ruffalo returning as the Hulk or the Smart Hulk chances are and there's some tease where there's going to be another lawyer that's possibly going to be in the show. So if we got She-Hulk and Daredevil into one show, ooh, could be a little bit of a romance thing. You never know. You never know. I'm willing to bet my bottom dollar, which is non-existent. You never know. (laughs) Then we have Miss Marvel starring Iman Vellani, someone that has not been in any shows or movies, but Kevin Feige knows and sees something within her. They see that she is a Miss Marvel fan, that she can have what it takes to actually become the Pakistani-American superhero. So, chances are, that's going to be interesting to see. Captain Marvel is also going to be a part of it. So, it's going to be a little interesting to see the dynamic between those two. Especially when Captain Marvel tends to do a lot of things on her own. But if she's taking care, if she's going to be the next person... If she's going to be the superhero that's going to lead the new generation, then this is the best way to start, especially when we have a lot more young superheroes coming through. Since Ironheart is 15 years old, we got Kate Bishop, that's an older teen. We got, you know, a lot of the other young superheroes. They're probably going to be a Young Avengers movie at some point down the line, maybe Marvel Phase 5. Who the hell knows? But Miss Marvel, we have our first look at her. So. I know it's still in production and she won't be coming out for a while. So we'll see what happens with that. We got Ant-Man and the Wasp. The third movie is called Quantumania. Kang the Conqueror will be making his debut. We got Michelle Pfeiffer coming back as the mother. She'll be coming back. They're probably going to explore more of the quantum realm. They're probably going to do something in terms of time traveling if they happen to do that again. I love Paul Rudd. I was so pissed off that I did not get to meet him at Comic-Con last year. Maybe another time. Maybe another life. I don't know. But god damn, I wish I had my chance meeting him. He's awesome. I feel like he's like Jackie Chan with the Fountain of Youth. Because he's like 53 or 52 years old or something like that. And he does not look past 30. So whatever his secret is, I fucking want it. The third movie, Quantumania, will be coming out can't wait to see that. And last but not least. That's right. Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four, directed by John Watts, who directed the first two MCU Spider-Man films. So, you know there's going to be some happy fireworks with that. You know there's going to be something to do with that. I can't fucking wait. John Watts knows what he's doing. He has strong credibility. He's a great visual director and a great storyteller. So if he can do what he did with the MCU Spider-Man, even though they don't feel like Spider-Man movies to me, they more feel like you know another Marvel movie with Spider-Man in it, chances are he can do a lot better with the Fantastic Four. I can't wait to see who's going to play the beloved family, Reed Richards, Sue Storm, Johnny Storm, The Thing. It's going to be fucking awesome. And if we get Dr. Doom back... One of the greatest villains of Marvel in history of all time... Oof. Oh my god. You got fucking fireworks. You got fireworks. And that's about it. That's pretty much all the list we have. I know if I'm missing anything. Some honorable mentions, I guess. Kevin Feige did say that he will not be recasting... King T'Challa's Black Panther... He wants to honor his memory. He will only be Black Panther. He will only be the one true King T'Challa. I'm happy about this decision. I don't know how they're going to do it in the storyline with the MCU, but I'm really happy they made this decision. I said it time and time again that they should not recast King T'Challa. He is the only one guy, and I feel like recasting him would be a slap in the face to everybody else. I understand some people disagree, but guess what? I don't care. I stick by my opinion, and Kevin Feige sees it too. So that's about it. That's all we have for the news. And I know we went on a little bit longer than expected, and I know I zipped right through the entire list, but that was a lot to talk about, and it's a lot to look forward to. So maybe you can let me know. Let me know what shows or movies you're looking forward to the most. And if it's not in this list within Disney, maybe it's within the movies. Maybe it's within HBO Max. Let me know what you're looking forward to. As always, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, you can hit me up on Mike Garcia VO or OTC Volume 2 on Twitter or Instagram. Volume completely spelled with the number 2, but you already know that. And you can tell your friends, your buddies, your family, whoever it is may be. That they have options. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbeam, I am everywhere. Everywhere, everywhere. Now before we end this night off, since I know you guys are sick and tired of hearing my voice, let's go into our supervillain quote of the day. And this one is from the Joker himself. When they call you crazy, remember that genius ideas don't come from average minds. And my reaction to that is this. It is very similar to the great Paul Heyman that what he once said on Ariel Hawani's podcast. Shout out to Ariel Hawani, by the way. He said, it takes a lunatic to be successful. So whatever you get from those two sayings, I hope it carries you in the long run. Have a great day, guys. Continue to stay safe. There's a most likely chance that I will be coming back around Friday morning, Friday afternoon for the simple reason that I'm going to be working like crazy this week because snow is going to be coming and I got to make money in another way. So the podcast, the next episode will be coming. Just please be patient and please bear with me. It will be coming somewhere on Friday morning, Friday afternoon. I basically have to see how my schedule is. And we're going to talk all the happenings that goes on in the world of comic book movies, TV shows, games, news, or whatever the case may be. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it. Stay safe. Till next time. I'm done. I'm through. Peace out.